Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to another episode of Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Krista. And I'm Rachel. And this week we are doing random reads because it's the middle of summer. It's really hot out. My library is still basically closed. We didn't want a theme. We just wanted to read a thing. See what happened. Technically, we did pick a theme, but our theme is no theme. That's, yeah, there we <laughs> to go. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. So. We picked a theme that rhymes. Mm, it's an alliteration. So. Yes. And I, I like the word alliteration, so it's fun. Yeah, um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in it. I had a bit of a doozy this week. It was a pretty long book. It's freaking absolutely amazing. Literally everyone needs to read it. I'm going to be doing very broad strokes to not give too much away. But yeah, this one, it kept popping up on like, obviously like on our Instagram when I like I'm scrolling and you get all the ads and whatnot. So we get all the book Mm -hmm. ads. So like that kept popping up and then it was popping up on my personal Facebook and it was just everywhere. And I was finally like, I'm going to do it. He wants you to have it so bad. (laughs) The world is telling me. So it is. The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires <gasps> by Grady Hendrix. I just bought this book. Oh my god, good. Oh, you're gonna freaking. I'm so ready to hear about it. it. Don't okay. give me, don't no give me spoilers. any spoilers. So it's very important this time. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this one actually matters. Like I yeah. literally just bought this book and I got it in the mail and I opened it and then I was like, I don't have time right now. I will oh. put it aside and read it when I move. Oh my god, you're gonna love it. So I'm so excited you're doing yeah. this. Okay, okay I'm this ready. is gonna be. This is broad strokes. Okay. The cover has a peach on it with like vampire fangs in it. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> like like blood dripping. Yes. Oh, it's, it's so good. Okay. So it starts out, I think it's based in like Alabama or some random. Somewhere Adel- southern. Somewhere Perfect. southern. Uh, based off the title, I hope you would figure that out on your own. And there's the, this group of, it starts as a group of women, but obviously they have husbands and they have children and shit. And it starts in like 83 or 87. I can't remember. Oh. And I didn't write it down in my notes because it doesn't matter too much. It's okay. I don't want to know. Um, so it starts somewhere like mid to late 80s. And um, they they live in this like place called, it's called the Old Village, which mm-hmm. is basically like a neighborhood of like well-off white folk. Not super well-off, but like well-off enough white folks. And so okay. you have Patricia, who is like one of the main characters. And she's married to Carter and her children are named Corey and Blue, although blue has like a real name but that's what they call it and then carter's mother lives with them her name is miss mary and she gets because so she was living out on her own wherever the hell she was and things were grand and then she got old and heard she got dementia real bad so she had so she moved in and carter has like two or three older brothers but there's like an eight-year age gap between him and the next one and so they were like oh we'll do we'll like do a trade like every year we will move mom from one house to the next so that way like the grandkids can see her and everything's gonna be fine and so they finish up they and since he's the youngest he has to start so they finish up their year and they call and they're like okay yes you're gonna take her and they're like no it's gonna be really bad I, i don't want like the kids to see her this way blah blah and so they all say no and so Carter is basically like, quote unquote, stuck with his mom. But because there was an eight year age gap, it was basically just like the two of them because his dad died or walked out or I don't remember, something like that. Um, and so it was basically just like Carter and his mom. So that's how she ends up staying. So the book starts and Patricia is going to this book club at this woman's house. I don't, honestly, her name doesn't matter. She is like a character and then she just like, disappears into the ether 
And so there's her, there's a gal named Kitty. Um, there is, um, where are my other ones here? Oh my gosh, I thought I wrote everyone else's names down. Oh, there is. So there's Slick Paley, uh, Grace Kavanaugh, Mary Ellen something or other. Um, and they're all at this book club. And so you go and you have like the main gal who's putting it on or whatever. And she's like, okay, so um, here are 15 books that I have pre-selected. Let's vote on what 11 books we're going to read for the rest of the year. And you're like, doesn't really feel very book clubby if somebody's going to make you read them. And they're all like very like, religious boring old lady books and so like but she goes because patricia is like well i need like mom friends like i need to like do something for myself so she goes and then at the end of one uh she gets like called over like kitty like calls her over and like so kitty her husband's name is horse and they have seven kids horse like the animal yeah he so he goes by horse we don't know his real name but he goes by horse yeah like the animal okay Mm-hmm. and they live like outside kind of old village on like a big like farm or whatever so she's like kitty and kitty wears like leopard print and like she's like one of the cool moms you know she's not a normal mom whatever <laughs> I'm cool and so she like calls patricia over at the end of this like book club that oh because so patricia is supposed to lead the book club that's how it starts but she didn't read the book because she couldn't she's like i couldn't get past the first like two sentences it was so boring and so she's like supposed to do it and she does a call she's saying like all these like filler sentences and everybody's like agreeing like yeah no totally yeah his use of um adjectives so good yes agreed 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 and then finally like the main gal who like put it on was like did nobody read the book and they're all like no and so that's why she freaks out and so kitty is like oh like come over to like my house we're gonna do this like other book club thing so this other book club starts but they're not a book club. They're very specific. They don't call themselves. They're not a book club. But okay. they read uh, true crime books. So they read like The Stranger Beside Me. and So it's my book club. This is our book club. Exactly. And I'll be gone in the dark. And then one of them has the idea to be like, okay, let's do it. So we'll do one true crime book. And then the next month we'll just do like a crime fiction book. And so they're like that way, like we can like have something. So it's not all true crime horror all the time so they're super sober so you know so they're reading stephen king and all the other things and so this is also one of the neighborhoods where they're like oh because they're talking they're like oh yeah ann savage um is sick this is like one of their neighbors and they're like how how and patricia's like how do you know and they're like oh there's been this white van parked out front grace is like there's been a white van i wrote down the license plate because they're like, oh, this is the kind of town or the kind of like neighborhood where if there's a strange car, somebody writes down the license plate in case something needs to happen. So this is, you're, they're kind of like setting you up. For the Suburbia, life. yes. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Anne Savage's nephew is there taking care of her because she's like not doing good, and his name is James Harris. And um, I don't remember how somehow. Um, oh, I think Patricia goes to like take in like a casserole, or he helps her he like helps her with something and it's like the good southern thing to like bring a casserole over or whatever so she takes casserole over but he's like not there or he doesn't answer the door but she lets him lets herself in which is weird i like it and then like it's like james hello anybody here and like finds him in the master bedroom and she thinks he's dead so she like starts cpr and he like comes to and he like freaks out and he's like you have to get out you gotta leave oh my gosh i'm so sorry just, I don't think he apologized. That. He's just like, get out. And she's like, I'm so sorry. 
so she leaves but then the next day they're like having dinner and he shows up and she's like hi and he's like oh i brought you your dish back or maybe it's a couple days i don't remember exactly he's like um he's like it's he's like i know that like it's a thing here that like you have to bring people's dishes back like people can get really up in arms if you don't bring the dish back right i mean i'd be mad if someone didn't bring back my casserole dish yeah i 100 percent understand the reason why like southern housewives get upset i would too they're expensive pyrex is expensive yo not cheap yeah so she was like, oh, thanks, like, come in. And, like, they kind of, like, exchanged this look where, like, she, like, knows that he's not going to bring up the fact that, like, because she was, like, waiting. I think it's been a week because she was, like, waiting, like, all week for the phone to ring and somebody would be like, why were you in James Harris's house? Why were we in Ann Savage's house? You weren't invited in. You're a freaking weirdo. But that didn't happen. Small town props. And so then when he, like, drops it off, they, like, have this understanding that, like, oh, okay, he's not going to bring it up. He's just as embarrassed. Okay, cool, fine. And so he, like, meets, and, like, Carter really likes him. So Carter is a psychologist or something like that. And he wants to get made, like, chief of the department at the hospital. And so he's, like, been spending a whole lot of hours, like, away trying to, like, show good face and stuff like that. And then uh, Corey is, like, I guess at this point she's probably only, like, 11, maybe. Um, But Blue ends up becoming, like, obsessed with Nazis, and it's, like, the only thing he talks about nazis in the holocaust but then james harrison like will can actually conversate and like have like opinions and stuff about it and so he's there and they're like oh come over for come inside for dessert and so miss mary is there at the table and like she is not obviously she has real bad dementia but she starts freaking out and she's like get him out of here freaking pickens go away so she's like she's convinced that james harris is a man called hoyt pickens and that he um like is the reason that her father like killed himself or something like drank himself to death because like back then like he came into town and he like swindled them all out of their money or something like that insert vampire here yeah that's when you're like oh james harris maybe you're the vampire that we are going to be slaying seems sketchy no (laughs) but the only reason you think that is because of the title like if that title had not been about vampires you would just be like this poor woman has dementia and she's like no she's like i have a picture i have a picture and like at one point like later on she like grabs it and she's like i found the picture and then she looks at it and then realizes it's the wrong picture and she's like ah and so then damn sometime after when he comes over off that first time he because of course she has to invite she invites him in vampires have to be invited in don't invite people into your home freaking never just right there um and so he like calls Patricia or something and he's like, hey, like I need help or I don't remember exactly. And so she goes over and he's like, hey, uh, can I show you something? And she's like, okay. And he's like, I found this bag with like $85,000 in it in a crawl space. Like Ann Savage obviously didn't trust banks. And like other people mm-hmm. agree that like she's the kind of woman who would not trust a bank. So they're, so she's like, okay, that's kind of believable. Sure. Okay um and james is like also he's like i have this condition where like it's really really painful for me to go outside in the sunshine like my eyes hurt uh-huh. like my uh, my pupils don't dilate appropriately so like uh-huh. and then he also because since he just moved he got his wallet stolen or something and so because he wants he's like well i gotta like what am i supposed to do with all this cash i can't just like go into a bank and he's like and i don't have my license can you help and she's like yeah i'll help it's fine so she like calls up a buddy that like the guy she went to high school with who like works at the bank 
and is like, hey, this is my friend. He just moved here. His wallet got stolen. Um, like, can I do this? Like, can, how can we do this? And he is like, the bank guy is like, oh yeah, if you like sign your name on it as well, like vouching for him, it's super easy. We can do that. And she's just you like, don't know oh. him, lady. Right. But it's Southern hospitality. Like she can't say no. Um, and she still feels really bad for like barging into his home uninvited. Um, so she like does that and she has to like she like raise a check for like two thousand dollars or something, but then they get back and she like he like just gives her two thousand dollars cash. So she's not like out any of the money, right? And then still sketchy. Yeah. And they did something else. I don't remember what it was, something else with money. And then and they talked about it and they're like, okay, he'll just go and like deposit like a couple thousand every week. Cause they're like they asked the bank guy, they're like, How do you feel about cash deposits? And the guy was like, Oh, we love it. He's like, We're not like some big bank in New York that you're used to that like has all this cash reserves. Like we don't have it, so we love it. And this is where so like James had told Patricia that he was like a military brass so he was from all over but he picked some random state where he said like that's where he was like most recently from but then he like somebody else asked like Carter her husband asked where he's from and she goes to say he's a military brat and he's like oh I'm from Nebraska or something and she was like well that's weird like right and so like and mm-hmm. like he'll like tell somebody else something else and she was like it's really odd but like okay whatever and like that's weird um and then uh, so like I was saying, like Carter is like out of the house a whole bunch, and then um, so she's like taking putting the kids to bed or whatever, and it's like the middle of summer, so it's super freaking hot. So like doors open, windows open, all these things, right? And so she like goes into like her daughter's room, and is like, okay, honey, and she's like, I heard something. My daughter's like, I like I saw something outside my window, like I heard a thing. Mom goes, you know, has to be brave. Mom goes and looks, she's like, oh, there's nothing. She's like, it's just like the heat, the noise, the things. It's fine. I'm like okay cool and so then she like goes across the little hallway into blue's room and he's like mom there's someone on the roof she's like what and he's like listen and there's somebody on the freaking roof oh my god and so she like calls for Corey. so like the two of them come together and they're all there and they're like oh my gosh okay so what are we gonna do and she's like oh my gosh i have to shut all the doors but miss mary is down so they like kind of had like moved like the um in like the garage into a room for miss mary and they're like okay well we have to get down there because like we can't just like leave her and so she's like you go do that and so they're trying to call the police but like there's kind of a storm that's right there's a storm that's why that's why at first she was like oh, oh no. the, the storm is what you're hearing you're not hearing anything else and so they're like trying to call the police and then they like shut all the doors and everything and then they're like patricia's like oh my gosh there is what, a bedroom or a window in the bathroom in the master bedroom that's open and so nope. so she like tells Corey she's like keep trying to call the police and uh, and so she like takes off sprinting and she shuts it just as like a hand comes down and you're like oh my lord this is terrifying and then there's a knock at the door Miss James Harris and she's like oh my god I'm so thankful there's somebody on our roof da, 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 da. and he's like because she had like turned like they had like big like outside lights and so she had like turned all those on and he lives like uh, a little bit across the street there from him, from her. Oh, so he just seen the lights. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like, I saw that you had all those lights on, like, and I just came to make sure things were okay because, like, I know Carter's been working a lot because they're like kind of friends. Um, and she's like, Oh no, thank you, somebody's here. And she's like, Here, we're gonna call the police. And he's like, Don't call the police. She's like, No, but I'm gonna, we're calling the police. And he's like, Don't call the police. And she's like, I need to get to Miss Mary and call. It. And he was like, Do not call the police. And you're like, Okay, well that's strange. But nope, don't like that. <laughs> one of the calls had finally gone through because like Corey just kept repeating like there is somebody at our house, this is our address. And so like right after that you finally see like the flashing blue lights and stuff. And so she kind of like puts it out of her mind because she's like 
she's like that was really strange but then she gets she like justifies it right she's like oh there's like a plenty of reasons why he wouldn't like he's like oh you're here now and like mm-hmm. this carter comes home and of course carter is like mortified that like the police had to come out and like all this stuff and he's so like that's and so she's like that's probably like why james said not to because everyone's so gossipy and everything da 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 and so on one of the book club days that it was Patricia's turn to host, um, she had like kids were put away and she had, like fed Miss Mary and put Miss Mary away um, and they're doing it. And she was like talking about whatever book and like all the women just kind of like go like dead silent and she turns around and Miss Mary is just standing back there completely freaking nude. And it's, Oh like, no. And it's like t- going on and on and on about Pickens again. And of course she's like mortified. So everybody gets out and then, um how's that happen so i think then after that like because of course she's like freaking out and so i think like grace calls her or something and she patricia tells grace like everything that's fine because she's been trying to like keep it a secret how bad things are with miss mary and so then like the next day like this woman shows up uh miss green older black gal and she was like oh miss kavanaugh told me that you needed some help with miss mary Oh, because she's supposed to go. That's right. That's how it happened. Is that they were supposed to go to this like festival thing, like the four or five of them or whatever. We're gonna go do this like evening in the park thing. And Patricia was like, "I can't. Like somebody has to be here with Miss Mary. I can't go." And that's when Grace was like, "Okay, I I understand. Like that I, that makes sense." Um, and so then it was supposed to be like the hour before she would have been leaving is when Miss Green knocks on the door and it's like Miss Kavanaugh wow. said that you needed some help and she was like I will do this she was like I don't mind cooking some dinners she was like but I am not a babysitter she's like if it's every now and then you need me to watch the kids fine but that is not what I am here to do and so then so she goes and she's like hey Miss Mary like I'm gonna brush your hair and do your nails and Miss Mary's all like why why can't she do it um, like points to Patricia and Miss Green is like because you have got on her last nerve and i think that she might lose it so we're gonna let her go oh my god she's just instantly like and then miss mary's like okay i guess like fine i guess that's fair i guess you can like brush my hair whatever it's fine um and so as i don't remember how so other things happen they like do their book club stuff kind of jumps a couple years like i think it jumps like Mm four years or something and there's oh, wow. still like not the book club not a book club thing going on and then somehow um you find out like miss green says so miss green lives out in six mile which is like out in like the ghetto boonies and stuff and she like says something about how something's happening to the children out there and um so like patricia is like oh we're gonna help da 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 and um because like a nine-year-old boy killed himself and they're like that doesn't happen like what nine-year-old kid goes and kills himself and also this is back in like 93 or like 91 or Mm. something like it's not today times where internet youth are terrible to other internet youths and stuff so and you're like no like and there and like the mom was like that he was like a happy kid and then like his cousin is like found like killed out in the woods oh god he was like into drugs and so like the police just like write it off right they always do yeah and so they're like something is happening oh that's how it happened i missed a whole thing patricia gets attacked by ann savage oh my god yeah so blue is like supposed to take out the trash and um it's like the side of the house doesn't have lights there or whatever and so she's like super annoyed and Mm -hmm. she's like ugh, whatever i'm gonna do it like he's being a turd whatever and so she goes and she like takes it out and like the trash is just like strewn everywhere and you're like, oh, I'm not, like raccoons probably, Weird. but like it's also gross, right? Because like her in con- like yeah. constant pads are in there, Ooh, and yuck. like all this gross food. 
and so she's like what the heck and so she like shines her flashlight over there and like miss uh or aunt savage i'm sorry miss savage like comes and like freaking tackles her and attacks her ends up like biting her earlobe off and stuff like that what Um, yeah and like so you're like well shit did she like did miss savage get like rabies like what is going on psycho so yeah so it's like that's super strange and then there ends up being like a mark on the inside of her thigh because like and and uh and savage ends up dying after that i don't remember i think she ends up going in the oh she goes to the hospital and she has like a really high fever and she like dies the next day or something so they don't know what happened to her yeah they don't yeah they don't know why they're like super huh. weird they're like she must have had like some kind of like um bacterial infection or something that fucked up her brain we don't know meningitis something like that so that so that happened and then that's also kind of why patricia is like willing to try and figure out like what happened to like the children in six mile got it and so so she starts getting convinced that james harris is involved and that he's selling drugs to children and so like that's her thing and so she like tries to like convince the book club that's Mm. what's going on and they're like "Uh, you're kind of losing it like you're kind of crazy whatever and then uh, so she goes out to six mile and she like kind of like she sees what she thinks is him like attacking a child oh jesus and so she convinces the book club because so one of the gals in book club not book club book club uh her, her husband ed works for, he's a detective and so they're like okay like ed said that like he'll like bring over these detectives these two detectives and they'll listen to us but this whole time like in the background like james harris um has been like making friends with all the men and they like started investing in this whole like real estate project and like money's coming uh-huh. in and they're all buddy buddy and they go out on the yacht and they smoke their cigars and shit right and so then Huge. yeah and so like they're like okay we're gonna do it we're gonna tell the detectives but then the day that they're all supposed to show up all the husbands show up and james oh, up. so no. all the wives are like uh but patricia like goes on and she's like this is what i think i think he's a drug dealer all this other stuff and oh my gosh carter is like i cannot believe that like you did this like what oh my gosh no and like oh my god and all the men are like how dare you say this about our homie whatever and yeah and like because after this so like i will say there is like a small scene that if you have a rat phobia or a fear of rats you're going to hate it well i don't love rats that's for sure yeah no it was is very icky and i read it very very fast and i'm not gonna Ugh. talk about what it is okay good but yeah things like that happen something with like a cockroach trying to crawl into an ear happens at one point and i'm like Bleh. oh no 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 nope, nope, nope. don't care for that at all there was a couple times where like i was reading it at night and i was like i need to stop this is getting a little spook spook so that's fun but I think I'm going to kind of stop there. So, yeah. So, they, like, try to convince the men that, like, James Harris is terrible. And, of course, the men don't believe anybody. And they just kind of think Patricia is having this, like, breakdown or whatever. And they're, or they're Sounds right. And then, like, the other ones, so they're like, well, it's all those terrible books that you ladies read. All those trashy crime books. Like, that is, it's. Why like, does everyone blame women's interest in true crime on the things that happen to them? Right? So, yeah. So, like, but. <sighs> yeah holy crap the book was and also i think i literally have only covered like maybe a third of the book so am i going to like this book when i read it in, yeah. like eventually yeah you're gonna freaking love it, it i was can't wait so good like i did not see some of the things coming because like, i mean you kind of pick up that like obviously james harris is going to be the one that it's gonna you know, somehow vampire there are hints 
because like the title says something about a vampire and mm. he has like oh he can't go out into the light and you're like suspicious hmm, this hell. must be who it is but then if you read like the description of the book it talks about how it's like modern day vampires and so you're like okay well maybe he's actually just like a terrible person and we're like pretending he's a vampire i don't really know but mm-hmm. yeah like holy crap how it ends like how things get like so much stuff happens i'll let you know as soon as i finish yeah it was super good Intrigued. five bags of money out of five Five, five peaches? Five peaches. Five trashy true crime novels. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love it. I can't wait. I'm so glad you covered that. I was mm-hmm. like, not really sure what to expect out of that book. Now I've got some idea, but. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of things. Like at one point, like the men infiltrate book club and completely ruin it. And they have to like, like one of the books that they end up having to read is like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. So it's just like life. Pretty much, but they're also the men showed up and then ruined it for everyone. And like the (laughs) club goes from like the five of them to like forty or fifty people, and you're like, "That's oh, geez, that's like like a class." Yeah, because they had to invite the men first, and then they had to do this, and because that was like one of the things to like the forgiveness of James Harris is that he was like, "I'll forgive you," but like, let me in book club because he like went one time. He was like invited once. And he was like, I really liked it. Let me in. And then he gets let in because they have to do Southern Hospitality and then he ruins book club. And then the men get involved and then they extra ruin book club. So They have to make a new book club that's a branch of book club just for women. Yeah. Like one of the women has been like lying to her husband and saying that it's Bible study. And so it's like the first time that like, oh, she no. has to host but she finally has to come clean. She's like, by the way, she's like, I told him that it was Bible study. So if he asks and they were all like, okay, yeah. We're Bible reading the Bible study. this week. Love it. Such good scripture. So, like you like see them. Pick a chapter. So they're like not like in the beginning, they're like kind of more like neighbors or whatever. And they just like become like really good friends. And yeah. I and love I it. Highly, highly recommend. Very good book. Well, I'll let you know what I think about it. We'll have yeah. to chat as soon as I I'll like move it up, bump it up my list. Mm-hmm. Because I have like some on my bedside and like some downstairs because I'm mostly packed, but I left a bunch of books. Slash, yeah. I just keep buying books because now I have an empty bookshelf, you right? Need to fill it. It's a real problem. But yeah, I'll, I'll uh, bump it up to the, the stack at the bedside. Okay. Yeah. I'll say, I want to know what you think. I, I want to be able to talk about all the other things that happen. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, um, the book I picked, I'm not going to lie, I picked it because. I liked the title and I liked the cover. So I'm going to show you you right now. Look how pretty. Oh, I like, look how pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty. Yeah, you guys will see. You'll see. I just like it, it popped up on my feed. And so I really didn't know what to expect out of this book, like literally at all. I don't even think I read the back. The back <laughs> is one of those like short excerpts from other people who read it and not the actual back and then I didn't like bother to like try to find the inside cover because I just bought it off of Amazon right and so I don't want to have to like look for the whatever anyways I lazy bought this book because I like the cover (laughs) um it is very much like a teen drama okay um pretty much this entire book is one giant rape trigger oh so I'm not going to really go into a lot about this book, but I am going to tell you what this book is about. Yeah. <laughs> so I am going to keep it kind of brief though, because there's a lot of trauma that, that occurs and I don't, I don't really want to get into it. But uh, basically this book is centered around two twins, Mara and Owen. 
and they're Gemini twins, and Gemini is already like a twin like thingy, so they're like mm-hmm. extra twinny. So they kind of kick off the book where Mara has just like broken up with her significant other, who was also her best friend, because Mara has de- decided she's bisexual. Um, so this is also like a very like LGBTQ LGBTQ plus. Yeah. Yeah, book. There you go. I was um, missing one. <laughs> I didn't gather. Yeah, I was like, I'm missing a thing. Um, so I didn't, I didn't know that about this book. Not that I care, but, um, so Mara is like a classic. I'm not sure exactly where they're living, but I kind of get the vibe that it's somewhere like Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, because they talk about just like having like open space and like that kind of stuff. So like just the way I don't, I don't remember where they say. Uh, to be fair, I did read this like a month ago. Um. <laughs> They probably said it at some point. So Mara has like long blonde hair and like <laughs> just like your classic like American girl, right? Mm-hmm. And so her and her twin brother Owen spend a lot of time like looking up at the stars and like doing astrology stuff and like that's their connection, like that's their favorite thing to do. And so like the beginning of the book, Mara talks a lot about that. Like she's just gotten like she just broke up with her girlfriend of like over a year who was also her like very best friend and so she's kind of struggling because they agreed that like they wanted their friendship back you know mm-hmm. they didn't want to like ruin that and get too deep into like dating which I get I've totally been there and so like that's a very like responsible decision to make though at yeah. like junior year of high school senior year of high school somewhere in there mm-hmm. and so um that's kind of how this book kicks off so this book is like just very adult like right off the bat even though it's like centered around teenage drama basically um so it's uh just about i can't remember if it's the end of the year or the end of summer but it's like no i think it's the end of summer so like summer's about to end and school's about to start again and so they're going to a party so their best friend alex shows up and he picks them up like they always do you know it's gonna be a new year and we're gonna go to like this party and at the party they meet um owen's girlfriend hannah who i guess they've been together for a while and like they describe hannah as like this really like cute but like hippie girl because like it sounds like wherever they live it's fairly conservative and so they like describe Hannah as being like a hippie just because it gives her mother a heart attack oh, yeah. <laughs> like that kind of thing you know and so she's like beautiful and natural with like her like flowy skirts and like Hannah just like I really like Hannah's vibe you know mm-hmm. and so like Hannah and Owen are like real cutesy and then Mara is kind of trying to find like other people to like hang out with because usually she goes with her ex and um she starts just kind of drinking <laughs> it's a high school party she just starts drinking and she gets like fairly drunk and her ex does show up but her ex shows up with another girl and her ex is like totally different than mara her ex charlie charlotte charlie um she is like kind of like avril lavigne in the 90s except for with like short punky hair okay she's got like like the baggy black jeans but with like a tie and like a black tank top or something you know what I mean like that kind of vibe it's like that's like kind of the feels I get she's also (laughs) actually wearing like a Harry Potter tie and I love that like that detail for some reason just (laughs) occurred to me and it's my favorite detail um so like um Charlie shows up at this party with like another girl and so Mara's really upset and Mara continues to drink and then Mara and uh Owen's best friend Alex is like hey like you're too drunk we need to leave so they leave the party and that's like a Friday night, right? So they get home and like no big deal, everything's normal. Like two days later, 
Mara realizes that she hasn't heard from Hannah at all, Owen's girlfriend, and she's like, that's really weird. Like, usually, like, she at least texts me because it's a small town, right? Mm -hmm. So Mara and Charlie and Hannah have, like, all three of them have been best friends for, like, many years at this point, like, since middle school. So it's, like, bizarre to not have heard from Hannah. And so they're on their way into school on Monday, and Mara says something to Charlie about it. She's like, hey, like, have you heard from Hannah? And he's like, no, like, she actually hasn't responded to, like, any of my texts or calls. And he, she's like, hmm, that's weird. Did you guys, like, fight or something, like, on Friday? And he was like, no, we fight. Totally normal. All fine. Hannah's not school. No. Charlie's not school. Weird, right? And Very weird. Owen gets pulled out middle of the day. Oh, more intrigue. More intrigue, yeah. So things are honestly going to start to get real hairy from here, so I'm going to be vague, but basically Owen was pulled out in the middle of the day because Hannah has accused Owen of doing things when she did not consent to doing them at this party, and he was just like, I don't know what she's talking about. Like, she was really drunk. We were both really drunk, but it was consensual. Like, we've had sex lots of times, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that kind of argument, and um, so Mara basically like i said it's a teen drama this thing basically at this point kind of focuses on like how mara is feeling about that and how she deals with that and how she deals with her relationships because school for her is everyone everyone's talking about it right mm-hmm. her brother's giving his version of the story like hannah's giving her version of the story neither of them are going to school her family had her do like a sit down meeting in which like owen gave her his whole story in which it was just like I told her I wanted to take a break and then she got mad. And so that's why she's saying these things and like all this kind of stuff. And she was just like, but I know her, you know, like, this is my best friend. Like, yes, you're my twin, but this is my best friend. Like she wouldn't do any of those things. And she's like, but I also wouldn't have expected like you to have done any of these things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, she's really torn. And so that's kind of a lot of it. Um, And uh, Mara though, she was just like, we're twins. She's like, I can tell when he's lying and he's lying like just flat out she's like i can tell that he's lying and uh so he starts kind of like spreading a a bunch of kind of like random stories like at school it's like you can kind of see how like these situations really snowball and like how it impacts like the families around them because like uh mara was asked by hannah to go see her and so charlie brings mara to go see hannah at her house and like Hannah's parents were mad when they saw that she was there. She's like, it's your, they were like, it's your brother. Like you need to leave, you know, but it's not, it's also not Mara's fault. Like Mara yeah. didn't do anything, but like, I can totally see how these situations can like become like this. Um, and like kind of uh, throughout while Mara is trying to struggle with like, who is Owen really? And like, how do I deal with that? And how do I get other people to see that maybe he's not telling the truth? And like, how do I get Owen to understand that I can see that he's not telling the truth because he at a certain point basically just kind of reverts back to normal. Like he tries to like have a conversation with Mara and she just um, wasn't really sure what to say. So she just kind of like said like some kind of complacent, you know, comments. And he kind of took that as like, we're cool. Like things are fine. But like, she's like, I don't really want to hang out with him. Like he's, he's my brother, but he's not my brother <laughs> anymore. Yeah. And, um, so throughout this, so Charlie's a musician. And so Mara and Charlie are trying really hard to kind of like revive their just like normal friendship. Like they're not actually seeing each other. Charlie is still seeing 
uh, that test girl that she brought to that first party because like that was part of the thing is like they didn't want to like commit to each other or anything when they're so young like mm-hmm. and lose their best friend at the same time like what a mess like I said such a mature decision like that's the decision you make in your 30s yeah. like <laughs> wild um <clears throat> and so throughout this they're trying to like kind of revive their friendship and so Charlie gets like a gig to go sing um at uh just like a local bar that allows like underage for open mic I think and so uh Mara like escorts her there but like Charlie's parents don't really know that they've broken up because Charlie's having a hard time talking to her parents about like who she is Mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of just like like personal discovery throughout this book which I think is really interesting and like very deep for like a teenage book but also like the real issues that like teenagers do do deal with and like um after Mara and like Charlie start hanging out like Charlie kind of expresses to her that she's non-binary so um like they they both kind of like struggle with like how that situation plays out and then Hannah comes back to school and they have to like deal with how the rumors are affecting their friendship and how it's affecting like their ability to actually even go to classes because sometimes they would have to leave. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's just so much going on. And so this book, while I wouldn't say it was amazing, I really appreciate that it dealt with a lot of like really deep issues that like real people deal with, which is not what I was expecting out of this book. I was like, that's going to be a cute book about (laughs) stars. No. Um, But uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I don't really want to give away, like, kind of how everything kind of unfolds at the end there. Also, I still have, like, 30 pages left, so, you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) Not exactly. Things could happen. Anything can happen at this point. Um, I would say it's at least three stars out of five stars. Like, I really appreciate when books that are aimed at, like, like, young teens do address, like, major issues instead of just, like, bubble gummy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's nice. I like fantasy. Like, I've always loved fantasy, like, as a kid. But, what, yeah, you know, sometimes so nice to, like, it's, like, it's, like, a, a safe way to, like, deal with, like, thinking about those kinds of things, which mm-hmm. I think is important for the audience this was intended for. Yeah. Which was not me. True. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Um, what was, was it called again? I don't know if you said what the name was. Oh, the name. Um, it was, oh, maybe I didn't. Uh, Girl Made of Stars by Ashley Herring Blake. I definitely didn't say the author's name. I think I said the title, but I didn't say the author's name because that's a long name. I would have remembered saying that. Yeah. I just got excited and I didn't want to forget anything that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that it had a pretty cover. I mean, that was really my wholesale point. It has <laughs> a really pretty cover. It looks great on my shelf. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty and I like it and... And the content was pretty decent. So. Yeah, and it's still a good book, even with the trigger warnings. So, yeah, absolutely, awesome. absolutely, cool. Um, realized. I don't think we picked out a topic for the next. Episode. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Well, we're looking at September. True. Maybe um, we'll just you guys classic. Just do that, or you guys could just come back. It'll be a surprise. It'll for be a you. surprise. Yeah, we'll, I don't we'll know. figure it out when uh, we get off this recording. We'll chat about it. So you guys. Are all in for a fun little treat. Surprise! Yay! Lucky you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys have read any of these ones or if you ever have recommendations, you can reach out. Um, if you have a lot to say, we are on Gmail at Isn't It Past Your Bedtime at Gmail, smaller ones, Instagram, Isn't It Past Your Bedtime, and Twitter, IIPYB underscore pod, if you have like 180 characters to say. Is that exactly how many? I don't remember. I don't know. I, th- I feel like they may actually made it longer. I don't know. I don't. Twitter's two hundred and forty. That's all I know. Oh, I don't tweet often. I don't know these things. It's my life, <laughs> literally. 
yeah um rate review subscribe let your friends know all that fun stuff and you can check out the website that rachel made isn'tapastorbedtime.com if you want to see what we read before or what's coming up next yeah one day there might be a blog maybe i need to move first and then we'll talk about it i need some free time in my life yeah i was like that's gonna that's gonna be a someday project (laughs) we'll just keep that shoved out there Uh, (laughs) anyways come back in two weeks and we will let you guys know what topic we picked bye bye